the feel-good way to start your day. Coggo and Mandy. National Science Week gets underway this Saturday, August the 12th, Cogs, and it's a great chance to meet scientists to do science and just celebrate the role science plays. One of the more curious and knowledgeable human minds we have now, Cogs, is Dr. Carl, and I'm happy to say he joins us now. Dr. Carl. Dr. Dr. Coggo and Dr. Mandy, love <laughs> yeah. to be with you. Mate, seriously, Jeez, one of them, Mandy, that. not, that's not one of, this is him. Um, Doc, it, it is uh, obviously National Science Week. The first thing I want to ask you is that how many times I've heard Dr. Carl, and you would have too, when something goes wrong, you know, or if something basic goes wrong in 2023 and they say, you could put a bloody man on the moon, but you can't fix that. How many times have we hear it, Doc? Uh, a lot of times, but then there are people who are denying that we went to the moon. Well, that's it. And my they answer are. to them is that um, they are right in the sense that it was very, very expensive to send astronauts to the moon because the astronauts need a lot of training. But actors are really cheap. So they got <laughs> actors to do it, and, and they did shoot it on the moon to make it look real. They just didn't use astronauts because they were too expensive. <laughs> it's just, it'll never never end that with that argument. You could go on forever. I could imagine so many parties and barbecues with that. If you bring that up, you're done for an hour at least, aren't you? Well, yeah, I, I saw one interesting TikTok um, the other day that was saying, hey, they reckon we went to the moon and landed there. Well, have a look at the picture of the lunar lander, and they flash up a picture of the very chunky lunar lander, mm-hmm. and they said, how could that possibly fly through the atmosphere on the moon? It's just not aerodynamic at all. And so they don't even know that there's no atmosphere on the moon. Yeah. And then there are the people, um, the firmament people. You heard about them, firmament? No. Ah, well, they're a variation on the flat earth, and they reckon that what God did was put a firmament over the earth at exactly 200 kilometres up. He did this 5,000 years ago when he created the earth. Why God would choose 200 kilometres, an exact multiple of a unit only invented after the French Revolution, I don't know. Why he chooses some, you know, like a million cubits or something. And then uh, when they launch rockets, the rockets just go bong and blow up. Mm. And, and there is no such thing as the moon or the stars, or the sun. They're just what they call luminaries, little dots that God has moving across the sky. And the whole satellites, that's totally false. There are no satellites. There's no International Space Station. And each time a rocket goes up and blows up, they say, oh, they didn't know that there's a firmament. So you'd expect these people who spend billions of dollars on a rocket launch, they forgot to check up whether there is or is not a firmament. And people sincerely believe this hypothesis, which I find bizarre. Well, the thing is with it, mate, is that, you know, like you can put a man on the moon, Dr. No. Hey, mate, just, just on, <laughs> yep. that, on that too, and I've often thought this man here, man, he's going to look at me funny. You can't see me, Doc, but you probably would anyway. I, I watched many times The Truman Show. Could we be The Truman Show, Doc? Could we be the people down here, up there, there's someone, you know, going, all right, let's get <laughs> Mandy in the radio studio. She deserves to have a career. Dr. Pa, uh, Carl, let's make him write 47 books. Do you think that, mate? Humour me on uh, this. It's not impossible, but difficult to organise mm. and very difficult to keep up the subterfuge, not just for weeks, but for years and then for decades. But it's not impossible. Everybody can be fooled at least once. No, oh, probably yeah. more than that. Well, Cogs. <laughs> Cogs has a very curious human mind, yeah, Dr. Carl, and as we know, science is driven by that. But I'd like to know, because just listening to you in the last two minutes, is there a question you couldn't answer? You are one of the most cleverest people I know. Well, okay, firstly, I'm not that clever. <laughs> oh, IQ, you are. <laughs> in, my IQ is only 110, so I'm in there with two-thirds of the population between 85 
and 115. However, I am in very knowledgeable because I've got a very good education. I've had 28 years of education for free, including 16 years at university for free, because once upon a time, the Australian government thought that education was a worthwhile investment in the future. Mm. Now they see mm. education like housing uh, as just another investment vehicle from which they can profit. So um, are there questions I can't answer? Yeah, here's three of them. Why do we sleep? Why do we dream? And why is the full moon so much bigger on the horizon than it is a few hours later when it's directly above you? Uh, We still don't know the answers to those. Well, there are three, right, which we won't go much further because you've given Mandy your answer. Now as a question to you. What happens when we die? Nobody knows because we've never had anybody reliably come back from the other side and tell us what's there on the other side. We do know fairly consistently that as people almost die and then come back, there's a closing down of the the vision and it sort of closes from the full 180 wraparound vision down to a tunnel and we've related that pretty well to the closing down of the blood apply to the retina uh, because the retina is very, very richly innovated with blood vessels and as they close down it's one of the third most richly innovated with blood vessels part of the whole body and as they close down you lose peripheral vision and all you're left with is central vision. Okay, that answers one part of it. What about the other part where you hear stories about uh, you know, kids that have come back and said you know, that this happened to them in a previous life and it turns out to be you know, maybe true. I've read stories about it. Or are they just stories, Dr. Carl? Uh, What we really want is where they tell us stuff that we don't know, that we've got no way of finding out, and we haven't got that yet. Where do you sit with AI in the future? AI can help decipher the language of animals, and chickens have got 20 words in their language, and AI, we've discovered, can look at a chest X-ray of a person and work out what their geographical origin was, like China or Hawaii or Hungary or Africa. And here's the weird thing. We don't know what the AI is looking at, but it's got 90% accuracy. So what we need is AI with some degree of government control. You don't want to just go out and say, hey, look, we've discovered this thing called fire. Here's some petrol. Here's some matches. Go out and play with it and see what you get. We want to have some degree of control so that bad things don't happen. Wow. Dr. Carl, thanks for your time. Always a pleasure. Let's catch up and do it all again soon, eh? Appreciate you soon. Catch you then. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Dr. Bye. Cogo and Mandy, weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.